Hello, and welcome to Lux, the podcast. My name is Margot Morin. I'm America's Catholic sweetheart. And I'm Stephen Antonio. And I um, welcome you to a uh, banquet, Margot. Oh, thank you. You actually just did. That's right. Throw a banquet for me. It was really nice. Listeners, we are back in person. So nice. We're staring each other right in the eye. We are. It's uncomfortable, really. And we just had dinner. We did. And we're on our second drink. Oh, and there was so much fiber that I hope. Yeah, there was a lot of fiber. Oh, gosh. I hope we make it through this. We'll see. You haven't rode on my um, rower yet. That's normally what you do when I when I come when I come and set up between episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Okay. So it's I, just so nice. <laughs> and so thank nice. you for your patience this week because I know we we're recording on a Thursday and a whopping two people responded. Yes, to your I post. know. I couldn't believe with love, it. which I appreciate. Yeah, so nice. Yeah. You know, we we try to be humble, and you know, this recording schedule humbled us. <laughs> it did. It did. But here is what we do on Lux of Podcast in case. It's been so long that you don't remember. Right, right. We listen to the upcoming Sunday Gospel. Big O-L. We understand it in new ways. That's a big U. And then we connect it to our experience and yours, we hope. Yeah. And there's an X in there Yeah, that's a shape of an X. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, the the experience crosses over. Experience? Yes, that's right, like espresso. (laughs) No, there's no X in it. There is. There There isn't. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we always do start. With an icebreaker. An icebreaker. Look at us both. We really are having a little yeah. a little drinky drink. And it's brought to you by Palombas. Right? That's right. You yeah, said Palombas. that correctly. I don't always say Palumbo. You do. That's, that was a common That's friend of ours. We know. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully he's a listener. We don't We don't know. We don't know. Could so, be. Denise, if you're out there. We love you. Okay. So our icebreaker questions this week. Tell us your the favorite lamp or light you have in your house. Oh. And how you get yourself to sleep at night. Lamp? Yeah. Do you have a, a favorite light source? Oh, man, I, I don't I couldn't choose. <laughs> I love them all. I love them all. <laughs> My gosh. Well, you know what? I have a lamp that I um had for many years. It's a it's an old sailor. I call him Andrew. You do have yeah, a sailor, an, yeah. Um, a past he's, life. Yeah. He's just sitting in my living room. Yeah. Illuminating the way. Right. Like sailors yeah. do. And how I go to sleep. Yeah. Is I take a melatonin about 30 minutes before I need to go to bed. Mm-hmm. I um, fill up my CPAC machine with uh, distilled water. Oh, okay. And okay. Then I put said mask on my face. Uh huh. And I'm on TikTok until I fall asleep. <laughs> oh, do you like fall asleep mid TikTok? Yes. You wake up later and to it's a- like. To a point where now I have to like shift over so that when I drop my phone, it lands on my bed rather than my floor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so you're like a toddler who just falls asleep I'm, wherever I'm, you are. I would say a mid-age man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, my favorite lamp is probably, I have one down in the basement, which is sort of a crafty space. Oh, okay. And it's super, super bright so I can see what's the happening. Crafts. That's a good one. That's good. That's good. It's like a fancy one. Is it? It doesn't have a mirror. No, I do have a little clip-on one that has like a magnifier. That's pretty much it too. And I go. Do you go to sleep? I go to sleep usually. Lately, we've been watching Monk. Oh, okay. Monk episodes. USA Network. Yeah, (laughs) I don't even know because it's DVR'd. Okay. But we we were. I was falling asleep to like the talk shows, and they went on strike. Strike, yeah. 
And then... Um, so what show would you be watching? Oh, we like Seth. Oh, okay. Oh, that's really late. Well, we DVR it. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can fast forward through mm-hmm. the commercials and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, so that kind of thing. Um, so I fell asleep with the TV on. Okay. Scott yeah. comes. Scott turns it off. So. Oh, okay. Scott's it used to be a TV. Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah. Now that the personal now device like is closer to it. Yeah. And closer. I learn all about the world before I go to bed. Do you? Yeah. Huh. My TikToks is, is very political and mm-hmm. very eye-opening. That doesn't thing. seem literally soothing. Like you're trying it's not. to close your eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all. No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Okay. I hope I can't wait. Cool with it. I'm cool with it. And I can't wait until this um, relates to. I will see if it does. In the gospel. We're in the gospel of Matthew. And we are in the last three weeks of this liturgical, like this uh, dictionary cycle. Okay. So we're we're almost done with Matthew. We only have three more episodes until the end of Matthew for now. Um, And it's coming to a pretty dramatic place. And this week and the next two weeks are actually right in a row in the Gospel of Matthew. Oh, okay. And they all relate to each other. So it's going to be a real dramatic three-parter. Well, it's been really tough teaching this to children the last month. (laughs) So I'm excited for the next three. Yeah. Yeah. The the program that we use is like stretching. Really? (laughs) Like one sentence from the gospel (laughs) to make it child-friendly. Matthew. (laughs) That's right. Well, we'll see what we come up with. And it goes like a little thing. What do you say? What do I say? I don't even know. I guess a little something. Like this. Like this. By the way, we're in 25 verses 1 to 13. Oh, is this is this the about the poor? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I just know Matthew 25. Don't get ahead of me, man. <laughs> Jesus told his disciples this parable. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, there was a cry, Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins, all those virgins, it says, got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards, the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore, stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. I don't know what this is about. What's the face? What's the face you're making? WTF, what the face? <laughs> I just, I think this is a very cultural thing. What do you mean? That he's talking about. Like it's very. Like inside ma- baseball. Yeah, but like to Jesus's time. Yeah. And it, I don't know what it means. It First really- of all, bridegroom, is it a bride? Is it a groom? <laughs> What is it? It's the groom. It's the groom. It's okay. The groom. 
just call him a groom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Um, yeah. It is. It actually is really, really related to the situation that they're in. Right. When they're talking about it. Yeah. So explain. Okay. <laughs> so you have some explaining to do. Okay. Where to begin? I'll, yeah. I'll tell you that um, the way this whole wedding thing worked. Okay. Right. Was that um, there would be like sort of the first part of the the wedding, and then the groom the bridegroom okay would go to build an addition onto his father's home for he and his bride to wow, live in wow okay when he was done he would come back and collect her okay and so you never knew how long that was going to take right. and when he was coming supplies the chain exactly supply chain, supply chain is always an issue and his skills. historically yeah so the bride the the 10 virgins which can also be translated as um bridesmaids Oh, okay. Bridesmaids. Uh, yeah, okay. there it is. Would wait with their lamps to greet him when he came back for the bride. Oh, okay. And light his way to her house. And okay. then a huge party. Huge, huge party. That's when the ceremony happens. Right. So you, you never know how long it's going to take for him to build that house. Okay. And you never know when he's going to come back. So, so this, so th th is this why um, when people got engaged, it mm -hmm. was more of a deal because they had to build this house. Um, you know, it's sort of like a three-part marriage okay. sort of. You know, it's changed certainly, like changed to what we have now. Okay, but it, remember we talked about that Mary and Joseph were like betrothed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's what I was so, getting at. Yeah, right. So they weren't like living together yet. Right, they were married. And so. He was probably building the house on his father's. Probably, addition. yeah. Wow. I know. Isn't that cool? It's interesting. I wouldn't say it's cool. <laughs> no? Okay. Because it's like, it's, what about the Your bride's? customer. What about the bride's family? Mm. They don't get to hang out with no, their bride anymore. No, they're to unload daughter their daughter, oh, I think. because she's just like. Right. No, of no value. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. So knowing that. Yeah. Does it change anything about. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. Well, what like what hits well, you about this? What's so... I mean, I at the at the end, I think this we did this last week, which was very meta. I yeah. talked about the last. That's right. Thing, is that he is probably talking about his second coming, giving this an example of you never know mm -hmm. when Jesus is going to come again. So be prepared. Right. Um, quote from Scar. Be prepared a, and this voice. The Lion King. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Scar, be prepared. Wouldn't that be amazing? That, you couldn't even. Okay. <laughs> Write that. I know. Okay. So the thing is, like, we hear these readings right before Advent for that reason, right? Yeah. Because in Advent, we're waiting for the return of, of Jesus. Right. Yes. Right? Baby Jesus. In kind, baby Jesus, but also end times Jesus. Right. Right? Right. So that's why Advent is, like, preparing. Yeah. It's prepared. all about prepare you. It's a season to prepare. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So... Before that, though, Jesus is kind of saying, well, the way we hear it in church yeah. is that Jesus is saying, like, don't, don't, you know, stay awake. Right. Don't lose focus. Yep. Right? Yeah. But I heard a, I heard a podcast today. Okay. You listen course, to others' podcasts? I do, because, but only for this. This. And this, again, Bema, which I mention all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he talked about that you really have to think about this story in context 
with the gospel that it's in. Yeah. So we're in chapter I 25. <laughs> I knew you would. We're in chapter 25, but in chapter 24, we've just come to this from this place where Jesus is arguing with the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees yeah. back and forth, back and forth, the priests and yeah. the scribes. Oh, right? so that was all 24. Okay. okay. Right. And he's just told his disciples that the temple would oh, crumble in three days. Right. He's talking about the the deaths, the what's that called? Destruction yep. of the of the new temple, which happened in about 70 okay. CE, which is about 15 years before Matthew's gospel is written. Oh, wow. Okay. 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 So it's like kind of weird because Jesus is talking about this thing that's going to happen, mm. but through the voice of Matthew, who already knows that it's happened yeah. to people who don't know what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So he really is talking in that context. And the, the guy on the podcast today said, you can kind of think about this, not necessarily as like a prophecy, but as like, kind of like we are when we're watching the news. Mm -hmm. I think you just, <laughs> you just told me we're one storm away. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From complete annihilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's not prophecy. That's just like looking around, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just watching the news. Yep. So... This guy said that Jesus is doing that. He's he knows that trouble's coming. Mm -hmm. um, and you, I was I looked this up today. If Matthew was written in about eighty five, okay, right. So destruction of the temple 70, 70 15 years later. Fifteen years later, Matthew Revelation was written in ninety five. Whoa, okay. So things were getting tough. Yeah. Okay. That. So Jesus is not necessarily talking about the end of the world or the end times, mm -hmm. but he is talking about, uh, he kind of like blends the two together. Okay. But he's also really talking about that the people really are, are about to face something really serious and they need to stay focused. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So... This is what he said. I want to try and pull this together as much as I can. And it's really not, I mean, what do I know? So I'm just really telling you what, <laughs> what he said, right? Mm -hmm. So three parts of the story connect to Old Testament references. Oh, and the, and the Jewish people love that. Well, well Jesus Matthew's knows his people. Old Testament stuff, yeah, right? No, and no. The, right? And the Matthew people. They, yeah, they, know, they, they want that. It, right? So they know what he's talking about. And he basically sends them back um, to three sort of warnings, okay. which are um, in Jeremiah. He tells kind of they're telling the, the Jewish people, you did not remember to be faithful to me. You did not remember our covenant. And so I'm going to destroy you. Wow. Like I'm going to use the people who want to destroy you to destroy you. Okay. That's, that's the thought. Yep. The second thing is that in, in two Kings that people need to be um, responsible with their, for each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. And for the kingdom kind of. Okay. And the third is that the priests who are, trust and trusted with this mm -hmm. aren't doing a good job hmm. okay so we've been i've been trying to point out in the last couple of like maybe a month that all of these things that we're kind of hearing at mass and are tr taking personally yeah jesus is talking really specifically to or about 
the temple leadership. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And reminding them. Right. With some good background. Right. Mm, okay. So he's really, he's trying to say to them, look, things are going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Um, the world's about to get crazy. Right. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. So you're going to have to take care of each other. You're going to have to do the work that the priests were supposed to have been doing. Ah, uh, okay. All along. Yeah. Okay. What does that make you think? Wow. I mean, it gives really good context. Right. To the whole situation. But also it's like very now. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, we we kind of talked about this weeks ago, but the whole, we're in the middle of the, the conflict in Israel and mm-hmm. Palestine. And it was, I think, this moment when I was like, we cannot trust our leadership of of any sort right to take care of our people we mm-hmm. need to take care of our people yeah. like the people need to take care of the people yep and it's just right, right here it, and currently it's like government against government yeah right and right. all the people are just sort of like um innocent bystanders yeah and right? i and i am am a person that trusts government especially a democrat democratic government democracy mm-hmm. to take care of the people but it's like the same also in the church world like we just need to just take care of each other yeah because it's too much for the leadership right it's we need to just we can't rely on it right and the leadership loses the thread right yeah, they yeah, get yeah. all caught up in like being called father or yeah. sitting at banquet tables or doing right. whatever right 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 being called teacher in the square yeah, that's right they yeah. put burdens on people's backs and, then and don't, don't lift a finger to help. That's right. With my tattoo. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a lot of. It's gonna be a lot needed, and that's that. gonna be the the scripture on my arms to show <gasps> to everyone that I'm oh my gosh. holy. Yes. <laughs> wow! Wow! The full circle. That's beautiful. But that's what I feel like. That's where we are. Where where we? It makes sense because this is such an. an um, Oh man, it's just so weird because I've been saying that we're prod- like we're in the we're in the t- time now in our church that it's like the it's like the early church, yeah, and that's what Jesus is saying, which is oh, we need yeah. to take care of people, yeah, because things things are going to crumble, right? Um, structures are going to crumble, right? Um, physical and organizational, right? Yep, I think that's really true. I think that's really yeah. true. <laughs> so we got to take care of each other. So like this, these are the points he made, right? Like uh, one, I should have said that just before this, they've asked him like, what's, oh, yeah, what's how the is question, this going right? to go? Right. Like what is, mm. how will we know this is happening? So he's saying, don't believe what you hear. <laughs> don't believe anything you hear on a podcast about hurricanes or whatever. Yeah. Um, the world's about to get crazy. You can't stop it. It's going to happen. You need to hang in there. There's Matthew's theme, right? right? Yep. But you need to be ready. And the priests aren't doing it, what they're supposed to do. So you're going you're gonna to have to do it do for it. each other. And you've got to be ready by caring for the oppressed, right? So this whole story, right? Um, <laughs> this whole story is about being ready mm-hmm. and using your resources wisely but not be ready for the end of the earth or end of time right he's really talking right it's kind of 
I mean, that's it's what, sort I, of a blendy. Do people take? Because do people take it that way? Do people be like, "Oh, absolutely, that's why coming. The, we yes, need to be ready." But really, that's why the church chose these readings for yeah. right now in the which is the year. end of the year and preparing. Right. Wow. Right. Wow. Very wise. These um, organizers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whoever this is. <laughs> yeah. Who organized <laughs> these readings? Yeah. It definitely. It definitely had the spirit. Yeah. Connected. It's certainly like on purpose, right? Yes, it has to be. But, and I, I think I keep saying this in every episode, mm. you're not going to hear in your homily that yeah. this is about the failure of the leadership right. of the church, yeah. right? Because it's the church, it's the leader of the church who's preaching to you. Yeah. yeah. So, in any church. Yep. Yeah. Any denomination. <laughs> any. So this, yeah. uh, well, I don't know. But at least in the Catholic Church, what you're going to hear mm -hmm. is that you need to get your shit together and be ready for the end time. <laughs> yes, right. Because that's. This is about you. Yeah. And don't be an idiot. If you're going to, if you have a job to do, don't bring half of what you need. Yeah. Like that's going to be the message. Right. But Jesus over and over and over again in these readings is saying, our, the leadership has failed. Yeah. And their time is ending. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> this yeah. is why we have podcasts, right? No, I think this is good because I've, I've been, like I said before, I've been doing the children's program and like trying to make it more children friendly. And I've just been saying like, this is a, you know, a, a exercise that the church does to kind of like get ready for a new year's resolution. Mm -hmm. Like to, to, you know, we clean up closets and donate things. Yeah. You know, we go through things like this is uh, you know, the call for the church. Yeah. As a whole to just kind of reassess yeah. ourselves a little bit, which is, I feel yeah. like the true meaning of the reason why we put it in these times. Right. And it's just interesting because I know that like churches are preparing for Advent and preparing for Christmas. So mm -hmm. they could easily skip, not skip over it, but not put kind too much gloss over it. Yeah. Because right? they have bigger things right. to do. But wow. Yeah. And I wonder how this is also is with other gospels in other liturgical years too. I wonder if it's so like like this as well yeah i yeah. wonder yeah we'll, we'll know we'll have to find out stick with us <laughs> That's two right. more stick years <laughs> there is sort of like a little snippet here right that i kind of want to have us talk about which okay. is that in the story the the lord like the person who welcomes people to the feast oh okay which is not necessarily the lord but is the host of the party, let's say, okay, looks out and says to the bridesmaids, the foolish bridesmaids. Yeah. Why are they um, so foolish? Because they didn't bring enough oil to keep their lamps lit. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, this is the whole preparing thing. Right. Okay. So he looks out and says, I don't recognize you. Mm. And a lot of um, the things that I've read in preparing for this are like, well, we ask a lot about like, how well do you know God? And this question might be, is the Lord going to like recognize you when you knock on the door? Oh. Like, does the Lord know you? Yeah. Oh, right. 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 And how much of that answer has to do with you Yeah. compared to what oh, the Lord is? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Right. People yeah. who kind of aren't fully honest with God. Mm. Right. Mm. Like who try to be like, or deny him even. Yeah. 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 So I think he's gonna know him more. You think? Yeah. Uh huh. I hope for that. Okay. Yeah. 
Well, it doesn't sound great for those of us who are really trying. No, well, I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because you can, yeah, it'd be really nice to be like, yeah, I know you. I know yeah. you did this and this and yeah. denied me here and there, but mm-hmm. I'm still going to love you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know, one of the things I read about today is that like, um, they all, they all brought what they had right to the, to the feast. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> the problem there was that the, the wise, the, fool, the wise ones didn't help the foolish ones. Right. Like, I don't know. There's like, there's some stuff about what we owe each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if we all want to be at the party. Right. Maybe we have to share what we have. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah, that's tough because it's like kind of going against free will and kind of allowing people to do what they want to do. But that shouldn't stop you from loving them. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So if it's love that you got, you should share it. Amen. Yeah. If it's mercy that you get, you should share it. But I want us to be sure that... I want our listeners to understand yeah, what? that when he's talking about that person at the door yeah. who doesn't let people in, mm. that's that's the the temple leadership. That's the religious leadership gotcha. he's talking about. Gotcha. Okay. They have, you know, they have shut the door behind them. Mm-hmm. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's like a, yeah, I love that conversation having with people. I was just with a, a little, a little bit of um, multi-parish leadership, and they're um, talking about um, parents, and they were, they were just, you know, it's a, it's a group to for support and supporting each other, and yeah. it's a really great group of guys. But I was just, it was just too much for me, and I was like, <laughs> what am I, I? I was, I felt bad because I, I said what I wanted to say, which was very pathetic. Oh. And then the meeting ended automatically and I didn't join after. So it was like oh. a, a big like soapbox so moment. Like, and then you it... all need to get your shit together. <laughs> Steven out. <laughs> and then I was like, I'm not joining that meeting again. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, you know, it's just, <laughs> it's just a moment where I was like, we got, and I, I and I'm, I'm definitely better once I, take a moment and yeah. think of what I'm going to say rather yeah. than going off Aren't the cuff. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, but m- me extremely. Um, but <laughs> no, I really what I should have said is like, stop worrying about what they're doing and just freaking love them and be with them who are there. Yeah. And know that like the world doesn't care about the faith. Yeah. They're not going, they're not going with their kid because they don't care. Yeah. And that's okay because... Yeah what have you done for them? Like, okay. how have you loved them? How okay. have you shared the faith with them? Yep. Like, if you just put rules and regulations and how you, what you expect them to do, mm-hmm. you, we don't have authority anymore. Yeah. The culture doesn't support that. You're yeah. fighting, you're fighting against a wall that yeah. is so big. So yep. just stop the bullshit and love them. Damn it. And I said it better now than I did when I was talking to them. But I was like, I'm just, this is, this conversation that was happening. I was like, this is the reason why no one wants to come to church. Right. Right. And I was like, and then the meeting ended. I was like, okay, thanks. Thanks for coming, everyone. (laughs) See you next time. But yeah, it's just, it's, oh man, like how do I, 
So for so to your point where you said before, like how do I collect my thoughts yeah. so that I could share that with people who don't understand that in a way that yeah. they can open their minds and open their hearts to it. Yeah. Because I think the best way is to have a podcast. I, I, I really so. do. I think that's the only real way. I hope so. And I hope this is it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope so too. I hope so too. <laughs> it's uh, a weird turn in the podcast. Just these last couple of months. Really? I think so. It's a What's shift. What's happening? Uh, the we're spirit. more. Well, we're definitely swearing more, but okay. I think the spirit is really better. Oh. oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have a feeling. It could be the second Paloma, but <laughs> it could also <laughs> be the Holy spirits. Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any last thoughts on this Sunday gospel? Um, it'd be very interesting to see. Uh, well, first, I would just love them to just change the word virgins to bridesmaids. <laughs> Wouldn't that be lovely? Just like, why can't we change I, that? Yeah, I know. I mean, I think like technically I did read that the word that's used, you know, in the Greek or whatever, talks about like teenage girls who would they would assume would be virgins yeah. back in that time. Well, so it's a pretty literal translation, but... But it doesn't need to be. Like we, If they're talking about bridesmaids, call them bridesmaids. I know. And just call them a groom. <laughs> I know. Like it, that doesn't. You're still mad about the bridesmaid thing. It doesn't change the story. No, you're right. And it just makes it clarify. It makes it better. It makes it clarify. No, and there are other translations. I want to say no. that you can check out. What do they use? What do you know? What they use for their lectionary? For, oh, the yeah. This is the N A B R E. Nabri. Nabre. The New Nabri. American Bible Revised Edition. Well, we need a second edition. I think this is the <laughs> oh, second edition. Second. Oh, Lord. I really like the NRSV. Which revised standard version? Okay. Well, which, if you're ever a lector, if you're a lector in your church, yeah, just turn, just break the rules, <laughs> and well, you, actually, it's a go, it's the oh my gospel. Gosh, you're gonna get us canceled. It's the it's oh the yeah, priest, that's right. It's so it doesn't matter. They're not they're gonna follow the rules anyways. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's like when they use circumcision and uncircumcised, <laughs> like just say Jewish and Gentiles. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah. God. You know what? I feel like we should bring this. You know, <laughs> when's the next the, synod? Uh, <laughs> bring on the next synod. Okay, okay. I just want to say this little. This is sort of a sum that I I want us to keep in mind a as sum. we go into next. Not week's. a sum, a sum, okay. a sum, a sum, a summation. Oh, summation. Okay. So, um, Mar this is Matthew's final discourse from Jesus in the Gospel before he heads to Jerusalem. Oh man. And he ends, he deals with two major questions. And these are, I'm mentioning this at the end because it's going to come up in the next two weeks too. Oh, okay. So two major questions. When will Christ return? The answer, no one knows, but there will be signs. No, but people know. But you won't know. No, they know. No, they don't. And two, he says you really won't know. He literally <laughs> says it. Like yeah. people will say Jesus they know. Jesus said that? Yeah, literally. Oh, right, right, right. And you won't know. The false, the the Christ. So what's the opposite of Christ? The Antichrist. Antichrist. There we go. <laughs> yeah. And the other question is, what shall we do while we wait? Nothing. And nope. Matthew's <laughs> expanded conclusion says, in the next this week and the next couple of weeks. Okay. Be ready. ready Keep your way. lamps trimmed and burning. Be ready. Yeah. And we're gonna find out next week on how. To do that. Wow. Isn't that so cool? It's like a cliffhanger. It is like a cliffhanger. I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, a cliffhanger. Maybe you got to slow down on those dilemmas. <laughs> 
But, uh, listener, yeah. you drink up. Yes. And join us again next week uh, on Lux the, the podcast. podcast. Thank you for listening to Lux the Podcast. Best way to support the show is to share it with those that you love. Listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or where you listen to your podcasts. Lux the Podcast is written by Margot Morin, and she's available for a spiritual direction at margomorin.com. Lux the Podcast is produced by Simon Antonio, and you can find him at simonantonio.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Lux underscore the podcast. <laughs>